Welcome to S-Class, the highest tier in podcasting. I'm your host, Justin, and today I'm joined by the most fierce Nickelodeon brawler to hit network television. It's Robert D. Dinkelberg. I feel like I was the only person that loved Nickelodeon as much as I did. Everybody else was like Team Cartoon Network, or even slightly like Team Disney Channel, but I was like pure Nickelodeon. I feel like only girls were Team Disney Channel. I was definitely, I think like my favorite ones were Nickelodeon, and then like the middle of the pack were Cartoon Network for me. I was big Nickelodeon. I feel like sometimes when we were talking with our other friends, like we get big Cartoon Network bias from them. And we're, we're talking strictly like cartoon cartoons, right? Like not our Saturday night cartoons. Right, right. Like Courage the Cowardly Dog and Powerpuff Girls, because all those are kind of like middle tier cartoons for me. And then like Hey Arnold and Rugrats and Fairly Odd Parents, those are like the top. SpongeBob. And SpongeBob. Rocco. Uh, I don't know about Rocco. Angry Beavers. Definitely not Angry Beavers. <laughs> Did you actually like Angry Beavers? Justin, Justin, hang on a sec. Angry Beavers was fantastic. I remember as like a 10-year-old watching Angry Beavers and being like, when is this going to end and put on something good? I think it was just relatable as somebody that had a brother because it was basically a show about two beaver brothers that hated each other. Which one were you? Were you the dim-witted light one or the angry dark one? No, definitely the angry one. (laughs) (laughs) That makes Michael the the stupid one. (laughs) Absolutely. Come on. (laughs) Fair enough. Well, Rob, today we are talking about a video that I recently made called What Makes a Cartoon an Anime, and I'll I'll link that in the description below if you guys want to check that out. But basically, I wanted to talk about what actually, like, anime is cartoons, but cartoons are not always anime, and what is that distinct line? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I made my case in that video. Um, basically I, I broke down some criteria for potential reasonings for what makes an anime, um, the certain aesthetic it's made in Japan. It might have a long form narrative and sometimes it's, or a lot of the time it's going to have special powers and transformations and things like that. So we want to hear what your take on it was. And also based on our discussion, it could have long-term repercussions on our end of the year anime of the year discussion. Well, so basically, if I say something is an anime that nobody would think is an anime, it is in contention for anime of the year. If we can agree on that criteria during this video. Okay. Like, me and you can both agree right now, Angry Beavers, not anime of the year. No. Angry Beavers is anime of the year. Okay. (laughs) No, definitely not. We're on the same page then. Good. Uh, You never listen to me. (laughs) So, Rob, why don't you break down... Have you, have you thought about this at all, or are yes, you just going to go off on a this. whim? No, I have thought about this. Okay, give it a shot. For me, it's just simple as the fact that it is a Japanese-produced series that is released in Japan with the intention of having Japanese voice actors first and foremost. It could be dubbed, it could be simultaneously dubbed, but it is made with the purpose of being released in Japanese in Japan. That, for me, is anime. That's it. That's it. I think out of the four criteria that I listed, so basically, during my video, I said, I don't care about any of this. Throw it out the fucking window. Um, You should just like content for whatever it is. Um, I think the Made in Japan is definitely the strongest argument. But I think it gets you in, like, a pickle, because some things that come from Japan aren't what you would think of as anime. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I, I do get what you're saying. Like, sometimes there will be something released that's 
either CGI or just like a really weird art style and we will like get that just gut feeling where like this really doesn't feel like an anime. Yeah. I get what you're saying. But still by my criteria even if it looks like absolute garbage it's still in that anime umbrella. I, I think I'm sort of if I had to define anime I'm closer to your definition than most people like at the same time though it's hard to discount something like i don't know like avatar avatar is very anime like the only thing stopping it from being anime or castlevania i haven't seen it but i've just seen screenshots and videos of it like it looks so anime clearly anime inspired has the long narrative has the special powers the only thing stopping it from being an anime like what if they dubbed it in japanese like, it would pretty well be an anime. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, you see, that's where you get into these just weird, blurred lines. Because if Castlevania, if I went on its Wikipedia page, and I saw that it was produced in Japan, then I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is an anime. Right. But it wasn't, right? I don't think so. And I think... Or even other... if it was, then Avatar 100% is, we know is not, you know, Japanese. But, but here's the thing, But when like... you look at it, like you said... Yeah, I actually was talking to Anna, my, my girlfriend, and she was like, oh, I thought Avatar was an anime for the longest time. Like, she's never seen it, but she's just seen uh, mm -hmm. clips of it and people talking about it. She thought it was an anime. But let me give you a hypothetical. So a lot of Avatar The Last Airbender was outsourced to Korea to get the animation done more cheaply. What if it was outsourced to Japan, but it was the creators were, Jap were Americans? Is it an Ooh. anime now? <laughs> uh, ooh, that is a tough question. I'd still say no. Okay. Because if it has that, like, produced by John Smith, then no, okay. it's, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's just not an anime. <laughs> what if you have a gaijin living in Japan who worked on the anime? Like, one of the examples I gave is this Russian guy called Ilya Kushinov. Um, who did all the character designs for like Ghost in the Shell and this other movie called Birthday Wonderland. All I think he led the character designing for that. So I'm going to get real like next level on you. I just read, finished reading like minutes ago, a book about uh, Japanese baseball and like Americans in Japanese baseball. Okay. And basically there's like a tier in Japan of which gaijin they will integrate first and the Americans are dead last. So there was like a Russian baseball player that very much adapted to the Nippon League and was, you know, kind of appreciated. But the Americans, they always hate. Is it because Americans are just disgusting and we're like the worst because we don't pick up the language and we're just sort of, we just have more skill or we're bigger and we're better at the game naturally, but we don't actually uh, overarching, emerge into the culture? That was the overarching tension between American players and Japanese management is that just it's intense the heavy training emphasis on practice emphasis on teamwork where American baseball is just emphasis on the individual the emphasis on you know rest and not overworking and getting in your routine so right. it's just like that constant clash so this doesn't really have anything to do with this discussion I just found it like interesting when you brought up the you know the Russian that in my head after reading the book I would say Yes, with a Russian, like, having the lead on it, even if they're from <laughs> Russian, Russia, originally, but the American, I'd be like, no, no, I don't think so. 
it's it's interesting you bring up baseball because when I was doing research for the slam dunk video, um, the I think it's XBL, uh, BAL, bas- the basketball league in Japan, they only allow two non-Japanese people on the, each team to keep things fair because you know like yeah. you go to China half the teams are Americans and they yeah. just dominate or like some guy who's like not even the fifth hundred best player in the NBA becomes an all-star in oh, yeah. the China league I mean I know um, a lot of the guys I went to college with at St. John's um, one of them is like a big time Japanese basketball player he's been there for I think at this point like 10 years and like crazy. he's just made a huge career for himself there has he does he speak Japanese uh, Chinese? Does he integrate it into the culture, or he just? Oh, this is ja- this is the Japan uh, basketball league. Oh shoot! That that's, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, has he has he integrated into that culture? Uh it seems like it. It seems like he's very like because usually, once again, like going back to this book, the American players don't last more than three or four years, but before they're just like, all right, I have to come home. But this right. guy, he's been there well over ten years at this point. That's awesome. Yeah. We should talk to that guy. <laughs> we're Facebook friends. We, we can get in contact with him. I might him. be able to make it happen. Okay, so we're going a little bit off topic. Let's bring it back to what makes so that, a cartoon yes, an anime. That was a very roundabout way to right. say it's going to take a very special kind of person for me to say that the Gaijin-led production in Japan is an anime. <laughs> I think... I think I'm coming close, like for me, I think I'm coming closer to everything circumstantial and you have to take it case by case because when you draw these hard and fast lines on things like this, then you, like you said, we start getting in this like weird area where if Castlevania uh, was said made in Japan or what if the producer was a Japanese American man? Oh my uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it still doesn't fit your criteria, but what if he was from Japan and he moved to America? He speaks Japanese and he was totally influenced from Japanese uh, anime culture and he worked there in the past. And it's like, uh, interesting. Like, you know, like, it is. would you it, say anime influence or he's a real anime guy? Um, I mean, the most the most difficult thing with it is that what anime just means animation, right? Right. That was, that was For them, the last SpongeBob point. is anime in Japan. Correct. Yeah. So Disney, that's anime. Angry Beavers anime. is anime. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Because it's just a short form word of the word animation. It just it's just a word. And then I think in Western culture we've like fetishized it that it's like, oh, anime's different, anime's special. So at the end of the day, it's entirely subjective. So we don't have to agree upon what constitutes an anime. That's true. But we do have to agree on it for, for S class in deciding what qualifies to be our anime of the I'm year. I'm gonna tell you right now. At the end of the year, we're going to be doing our end of year podcast and Angry Beavers is going to be anime of the year and you're going to be really upset. I'm definitely going to be upset. I'm not letting that happen. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. I th- have we hit an impasse on this, Rob? Because we, we can move on to the next so. Okay. I just, because I feel like I'm very willing to move on from this thought process. And like even sitting here thinking about it, like it is so subjective and the word anime doesn't even mean anything in particular other than animation that it's just how we've taken that Japanese word here and what we've decided it means and that's correct it's just not something anyone agrees upon if so I think another it's like the knee-jerk test like if if I said angry beavers is an anime and you were being real with me no, you like, just laugh you're, yeah, you're, you're just, that's like, just you hilarious laugh. like obviously that is not an anime but then if, even if I said something like um, 
Avatar, or even something like the Boondocks, you might be like, uh, you, you kind of like think about it for a second. You're like, you're not right, but I get it. Yeah. And another one, like, that I feel like legitimately I could try to like convince somebody with, which obviously isn't an anime, like Batman the Animated Series, I right. feel like is constantly developing. It's just overarching story, like really stylistic. Great fight scenes. Great fights. Obviously, well, not in Batman so much, but, you know, superpowers, things of that nature. I mean, his enemies have superpowers. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like I could make the case, especially with a subbed version of Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> like, man, this is a damn good anime. You, you know that they're actually coming out with a Batman anime? If Haven't they done that before? Out. I think they have. They've done, like, a Batman in Japan um, anime. But I think they're coming out with another one. Or maybe I'm thinking about... They made a Powerpuff Girls anime. They made a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles anime. I think they're making a Batman anime as well. You see, that's another one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Based that around... one's where I really feel like starts like blurring the line. They're ninjas. The, and they're the... turtles. Superpowers like crazy creatures with a transformation. Their, their rat teacher was taught karate by his Japanese master. Happy birthday, Who owned the rat. That's right. You know what? <laughs> Turtles is it an anime. Did, did you watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles growing up? Because I remember like watching it on Cartoon Network in my teens and being like, I shouldn't like this show because it's not anime. But I really <laughs> like the show because back then I was in that mindset of I only like anime kind of thing. Yeah, I was never like, you know, snotty and like you. So there were other <laughs> things that I enjoyed. I w wouldn't just be like, oh, this isn't anime. I can't watch this. I felt like I an anime ripoff. I was the snotty asshole. I mean, personally, I loved the live action Ninja Turtle movies from the early oh, 90s, God. which were atrocious. But Those I are horror them. movies. Those They're are really terrifying. Not great. Those are not anime. Those are definitely not anime. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to throw a few more Western anime at me? I'm going to give you one <laughs> Power Rangers, not animated, live action Power Rangers. It's not an anime. Isn't it though? It's not. But isn't it? It's like, it's based off of Super Sentai, which is Japanese, but it's not an anime because anime is literally animation. Yeah, yeah, no... yeah, but it's about the mood. It's got an anime. It's like a live action anime. It's a state of mind. That's another argument that could be made, right? The state of mind, like the the vibe. I, I get what you're saying, but it literally cannot be anime because it's not animation. But, but I that, agree. We've already established that that doesn't matter. What we use as the term anime doesn't no, no, mean I, animation I not, anymore. I did not say that. I, everything that we're discussing on my list is still animated. It's still a cartoon. So not Power Rangers. But you know what? In, in your defense, Power Rangers is more anime than Angry Beavers, even though <laughs> Angry Beavers is animated. So I get what you're saying. Hard disagree. <laughs> Only because it's my anime of the year, but, you know, we'll talk about this in a few months. <laughs> we'll talk about this in, in, in December. <laughs> you have anything else for me? Because I, I got a list. Uh, Adventure Time. Big time overarching story. Uh, I, I actually never watched that much Adventure Time, but I can see the vibe sometimes. And there's actually been 
some episodes that were directed by Satoshi Kon, mm-hmm. um, the guy who did the ping pong the right, anime okay. series. So like it gets kind of trippy and weird, and you can tell. I mean, that's if it's directed by him. Maybe I he mean, didn't make the characters, but tons of fight scenes, tons of power ups, overarching story, lots going on. As as someone who's watched it, would you consider it? How how close does it get? If the animation style was different and it was in Japanese, you you could pass it off as an anime. I'd say you could even keep the style the same. Like there are those weird ones, like um, you remember Pop Team Epic? Of course, yeah. Yeah, so Pop Team Epic is a little bit like Adventure Time. Like they have those big eyes, but like it's kind of soft and round style. <laughs> Pop Team Epic is something entirely different because that is not. If we're going by the whole overarching story thing, Pop Team Epic each is just like skits that are maybe 10 seconds long. Oh, have you seen it? I've seen an episode. Okay. Um, I I have heard that. But that's like, that's something I have on my other list of Japanese anime that are not like anime, you know? Right. It's just like an acid To the point where like, what is, (laughs) you you have American cartoons, like obviously Avatar feels more anime than Pop Team Epic. Right. If you're going in the sense of overarching story and just like the overall design. And I guess another one I have on my Western cartoons list. The, the whole reason I made this video was actually because I was watching um, Kipo on Netflix. And I never, I never, I, had, I walked into it blind. But episode after episode, I was like drawn in because it's this long arching story, overarching story. If the style was, di- it's about these giant animals and transformations and different creatures. I was like, this could definitely be an anime if it were not for the fact that it was produced in America. Right. Um, so that that's what spurred that video into creation, and I don't know would I would I put that on an anime of the year? I would. I, I thought it was a great show, and I'd love to argue for it. But does it does it, it hit the just, threshold? It, no, that, you see, it's like, that's when it just goes back to it's a gut thing. It's sort of it, it like halfway hits the gut check for me. You know, you got to be all in though. Does a show? I'm trying to think of some. Japanese people, Japanese shows actually don't go Western too often in their defense. Like, In what sense? Um, there aren't many anime that I can think of that don't hit the anime gut check for, for you. Right, right, right. Like, Pop Team Epic was one. Um, Panty and Stocking, which I haven't seen, but it looks like... Have you seen a picture of it before? Uh, I don't think so, actually. Here, give me a second. I'm, Let me pull I'm gonna look, up. No, I'm going to look one up real quick. Okay. There's some scenes where the oh, two right, characters right, right. transform into anime girls, but like more more often than not, they look like that. Like they look more I like mean, Powerpuff Girls. This looks like big time Cartoon Network, low budget. Like, yeah. So I, unless you t- until you told me, I would not have thought of this as an anime. No. And I heard the dub is great too. Like you could watch this entirely dubbed. If they put this on Toonami, uh, you would be like, I wonder why they're putting this Western show on Toonami. Right. Um, and you wouldn't know for the better. So it, it sounds like at the end of the day, this discussion is pointless because we don't even know. We definitely don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I think it's a subjective thing, and I, I think the people who piss me off the most are the people who are really hard on the lines of what it is. Yeah, I mean, look at us in this video alone. I, I'm very flexible on this. I, I I'm willing to adapt. Like. When you asked me in the beginning, my gut is it's what's produced in Japan for Japan. 
originally. Of course, it goes all over the world that gets dubbed, but for me, it's that original intention. But when you're, you know, we're talking about these other things, I'm willing to say, yeah, I, I could see how that feels that way, yes. So, at the end of the day, do we make it a circumstantial case-by-case? Case? What, for our anime of the year? Yeah, because me and you, I think, are on the same page of, we don't really care. Like, we know what we're talking about in terms of if you're saying, oh, this is an, like an American anime, this is that kind of vibe. But if we have to put it on a grading scale of ranking <laughs> these, do we have to be like, let's discuss this one before it gets on the list? I think the Wikipedia page needs to say produced in Japan. That's the final line that we have to draw then. <laughs> so if I, I can... watch Castlevania, not not in contention. Not for our anime of the year. I think but Pop Team be... Epic is. Yeah, I I think it's that Wikipedia produced in <laughs> Japan. <laughs> oh man, I think right? for now I can I can agree with you, but I'm not I'm not a hundred percent on it. You know. I'm not either. You can get me. I'll, I'll take it day by day. I'll, you've already rejected my Kipo, my Kipo ball. No, so. no, no Kipo. Okay. If I can't have Angry Beavers, you can't have Kipo. That's <laughs> that's where tat. I draw the line. Tip for tat. Oh man. Okay, Kipo. Well, you get your own video a different day. <laughs> so long, Kipo. Okay. Rob, you got anything else for us? I feel like I'm pretty entrenched in what I think for our purposes of our uh, for the purposes of our list anime of the year produced in Japan for the purposes of a casual conversation if somebody wants to say oh I really enjoy this anime I watched Avatar the Last Airbender I'm not going to be like oh uh, that's actually you have a cartoon. shit taste that's cartoon that's not an anime so this discussion is null and void no I'm not even going to talk about it with you now, if somebody came up to me and wanted to discuss their favorite anime, The Angry Beavers, <laughs> then I would have them make a podcast episode and kick you off of this channel altogether. Oh. Because they are a person of the highest honor and highest taste. This episode needs to end. So things just flow, you know? It's all about the flow of the conversation, Justin. Anime is this beautiful thing that means whatever you want it or need it to mean. The flow of this conversation has ended, Robert. Just like Kipo's chances at anime of the year. Indeed. <laughs> well, Rob, that wraps up another episode of S Class. Why don't you drop our socials while I go sit in my depression as Kipo never becomes anime of the year? We have a Twitter account. I'm not sure what it's called, but I have a Twitter account, <laughs> which is S Class Rob, which is substantially better than the actual Twitter account. So go follow that. That's an unfortunate an, truth. There's also an Instagram, which there's I also, cannot remember the name of. At S-Class underscore YT. That's all it is? That's it. That's so easy. Go follow Every time. It. What is it, Rob? At S-Class underscore YT. And Rob, what's our email? Nobody uses email. This is 1997. I want a goddamn email, Rob. Nobody's going to send us an email. Sclasspodcast at gmail.com. Send us Send, an email. Not address it to Justin. I want no part of this email. I'm going to read the email to myself in a solo podcast episode, and you're not going to be a part of it, Rob. And you're going to feel it. left out. Enjoy it. Thank you. I will. Have a good time, Justin, while you watch Kipo. <laughs> and read my S-Class emails. <laughs> there you go. That sounds like a Friday night.
All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time.